You're listening to Career Up Now's Socially Distanced Close-Ups podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Karoko. Today, we're joined by Betty Goko, who is a mother, fashion influencer, marketer, and just an all-around wonderful person that serves to bring positivity to the world through everything that she does. So Betty, welcome. Thank you for having me. How's it going? It's good. You know, it's it's one of those days where the sun is shining, you're radiating the positivity, I'm absorbing it. So it's it's a game changer and can't wait to jump into this. Let's do it. I hope you're ready to glow up. <laughs> <laughs> glow up. Oh, yeah. Thank you for taking the time. And could you share with me, when you first started out, did you envision yourself in the position that you're in now? Gosh, no. Definitely, definitely not. And When I started out, I mean, that's a long story to share with you, but I am from Memphis, Tennessee. And my personal story is one of triumph and resiliency. So my background is not one of the fairy tale books that you might read. It is one of trauma. And um, we could definitely talk about that. But just to share a little bit as I was in and out of foster care with my birth mother and back to different homes growing up. And as I got older and was preparing myself for life, I raised and worked and put myself through college. And I went to Israel for two years and I studied abroad and I really dug deep into who I wanted to be as a Jewish woman. And I then received my master's in psychology and education. And I began my career as a behavioral analyst doing work with children on the autistic spectrum. And through then things changed and shifted. I got married. We had a daughter who was eight. And then I became a fashion stylist doing work behind the scenes, creating photo shoots for models and magazines. And that was a dream and I loved it. And then I shifted into being a creator an influencer sharing fashion, beauty and lifestyle with positivity, which I have now shifted to focusing all of that with my podcast, Chat with Betty and my mindset and confidence consulting work. So yes, to put it simply, no, I never imagined myself being who and where I am now. It was a long and still is a journey, but I am definitely excited about how things are and where they will continue to go. I love that. And speaking of journey, and also I guess like the the industry and the place where you are right now didn't exist really. Exactly. 10 years ago. So how could one even imagine that? Um, so you also have, I've heard, and from the research that I've done, a pretty fascinating Jewish journey. Could you share a little bit about that and, and the awakening and how that all came about? Yeah, that's a great question. Like I mentioned, born in Memphis, Tennessee, only until maybe first grade did I start at the Jewish day school there. And because of my personal dynamics at home, it definitely was not one that was focused on in terms of my Jewish life. And it's interesting actually, because it was and still is something that was just, and I say this literally from Hashem, that I had this spark in me that I just wanted more in that space. And I knew that it was a part of me. I just didn't have the tools or surrounding to promote that. So once I became of age and it was time to pursue college and 
knowledge, <laughs> I made it happen. You know, I worked and I raised money and I asked people to help me provide assistance financially to attend Israel. And that was my first time fully away from so many different dynamics going on. And I just soaked it all in and took all the opportunities I could. And, you know, it was a journey in terms of shifting things. You know, I was wearing pants and not necessarily keeping Shabbos or kosher. And it was something that I myself felt such a strong connection to. And little by little, little steps until the big steps of wherever you feel is good for you. And for myself is where I took it. And again, it's always a journey and we're always trying and shifting, but that's okay. And I'm very proud now to say that I am living a Orthodox lifestyle in terms of kosher and Shabbos and marriage and covering my hair and sneas and, you know, I guess the list goes on. But again, it's, it's not necessarily a perfection of whatever that means. It's where I feel the most comfortable and safe for myself and in raising our family. So yeah, it has been a journey. Oh, that's great. That's great. I mean, I, I love hearing stories of how individuals find their path and purpose through Ju Judaism and, and how much the fulfillment and growth comes into one's life. How does Jewish wisdom impact your perspective or even your influence on social media, either overtly or, or just as a gem from the inside? Wow, that's a great question also. You're, hit, you're hitting me with the hard ones here. <laughs> <laughs> Deep stuff. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, listen, it's, it's a challenge. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that because in this social media space, it's especially fashion and beauty. It's really um, what you see and it's not really focused on the inside and deep and conversations. And I think that for me, that was why there was such a big shift that kept, I kept pulling out of it because that's my neshama, right? That's my soul. That's my essence. And I was just so much yearning to figure out how to balance that. And I was able to do that. And I think that with a voice, by using your voice, and even if it might not be so clear, let's say if I post a picture, but with the voice added, you can connect it. And I do that with podcasts, I do that with stories or whatever it may be that I share. And also just when you meet people, you know, they could, they could see, they could tell that your, your background in your religion or whatever that might be shines. And of course, certainly the way that I choose to dress is unique in that space too. I always get comments about the fact once I find out, oh, I didn't even realize because you're so well put together and you're so, you know, fashionable and styling that you were always wearing skirts. And I'm like, really? Like, it's so obvious. Like, I'm not wearing pants and I, you know, don't showcase other areas of my skin. So it's kind of interesting. I think when you put yourself out there with the best intentions, even though yourself might think, oh, I'm going to look different. No one's really thinking of it that way. It's so profound. How, how many people realize that, that you cover your hair and, and when they do, what's their response? Almost no one. And it's so awkward because I'm like, guys, I'm so creative. You don't notice that from one day to the next, my hair is long and short. It's so funny. They're, they're very confused, but they're intrigued. They get very intrigued and they start asking questions. And then it's, it's kind of fun actually to chat about 
um, your religion and the reasons behind it. So that's really powerful. So in your previous life, you were a behavior specialist. What was it that led you to want to become a behavior specialist and make the difference in children's with aut- on the autism spectrum's uh, life? Yeah. So listen, I love psychology. That's really my main mindset, really, in terms of understanding people and knowing how they think and why they think a certain way. So that was the original fascination. And uh, of course I love children and I always work with children. So it was kind of just like the obvious thing to do, connect the two. And as my degree was progressing, it was just where the life took me. It wasn't my go-to thinking. I was thinking maybe I would do art therapy because of course I love creative spaces and I didn't choose that. And then I just started working in the field and doing work with special education. And through that, I began my career as a behavioral analyst. And I really just was so inspired by the idea that you can literally change someone's behaviors through this method. And it's not only beneficial for children on the autistic spectrum, however, they've just found it to be tremendously beneficial and the outcomes are there but you could do this with anybody. And I always say the joke, you can use the method as an applied behavioral analyst to get your husband to take out the trash. It's really just a way of changing one's behavior. And as an intellect, and I love learning and growing, I just found it so fascinating. And of course, rewarding when you do have those results from a child who is unfortunately on the autistic spectrum to see that they can then be able to communicate with you. I mean, it's mind blowing. So do you miss it? Maybe how I'm speaking, you're like, hmm. <laughs> well, it's always there. And I'm, I'm never 100% away from anything. Maybe I do a little. Hmm. I didn't think about it. I don't know if I miss it per se, but I miss um, the option, I guess, to just connect with a, a small individual's world in that way. That's really powerful. My mom was a special education teacher for 35 years, and I, I was one for 12 years. And she uh, she always said that if you can teach special education, you can really do anything. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it just job, that's for sure. It requires so many different skills and human skills and interaction skills and intelligence and just uh, so it's 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 a beautiful it's a beautiful piece that you came from that caring giving world uh, into this. So how does the role of things like compassion or positivity. I'm not going to say gratitude because I feel like everybody talks about gratitude in the social media space, but how do you differentiate yourself other than the ways that you've already mentioned regarding dress and, and, and modesty in those pieces? I'm still figuring it out (laughs) because that is like a question I ask almost weekly to anyone I trying to get mentorship from is like, Oh my gosh, how do you stand out? Especially 2021. I mean, let's be real. It is so saturated. And the idea of having that title is really challenging. And I think for myself, really speaking, is just staying within my own talents and knowing that I have certain skill assets that someone else doesn't, whether it be a similar title or topic, but it's the way you do it, the way you say it, how you present yourself, and just being confident that when you shine your light, this is going to sound so like cliche, but it's so true. When you shine your light, 
you will shine forever because people resonate with that and people will gravitate towards that. And you could be having the same outfit as 200 other girls, but the light is in your eyes and people will find that and you will be your own unique self. And that's amazing. Wow. I love that approach. There's that there's 200 other people that can be wearing <laughs> the same thing that that one person is wearing, but it's that radiance that comes through the eyes. That is really the, the part that is, uh, that makes the outfit. What do you wish you had known before you got started? The amount of time <laughs> and energy and just all the new things that are continuing to come out that it's going to potentially take over your your goal and it's so hard to get distracted by all the new shiny things so i think that knowing yourself and if you really have that ability to stay focused because if not you're just going to get pulled in a hundred different things and especially in social media, once it's Facebook, once it's Instagram, then it's Snapchat, then it's TikTok, now it's Clubhouse. I don't know where to go. You know, you only have two hands, right? So that would be maybe something <laughs> that I would have uh, thought about better, you know? What, yeah, what, what advice do you have for a young person that's about to graduate college as far as either going into the influencer space or even becoming becoming a behavior analyst? Well, definitely, definitely reaching out, connecting, not being shy or hesitant in the sense of just asking. You literally never know, just being present and taking chances. Obviously don't take any big chances, guys. You know what I'm saying? But taking little chances and, and risks, which what might even be as simple as just messaging someone on Instagram and saying, hey, I like your page. You know, I'm doing such and such and I'd love to connect. Are you available for that? And boom, they might just say yes. And that could give you the opportunity, the um, education, the experience to build and grow yourself, which you might not get otherwise. And as we all know, you can go to school all day and night, but it's about being in the field, in the moment, trying it out and actually using it in real time. So that is definitely a good tip, I think. What do you think? <laughs> oh, what do I think? I, I think like uh, the idea of being open just to ideas, to opportunities, the, the ability to say yes. Who was it that wrote? Was it Shonda Rhimes who wrote My Year of Yes? It's such a good, such a good uh, explanation uh, or like story of her spending a year just saying yes to everything and and what that amazing paths that led down i know as being jews our our idea is that we have divine providence and that really taps into taps into like the opportunities when we say yes to things and the the goodness that'll cross our that'll cross our paths. speaking of um, as far as jewish wisdom is we have thousands of years of Jewish wisdom. Someone like yourself that spent time in Israel and, and learns and those pieces. Do you have like a go-to piece of Jewish wisdom that really inspires or fulfills your life? Well, I have so many, like you said, and definitely one that comes to mind like so strongly. And I, I apologize. I don't necessarily know the Jewish, uh, the Hebrew quote, but this, but the meaning is the same which is to just know that everything happens for a reason and you're put in this world 
to, to just change it and, and let it be shining bright. So what do I mean is we know that Hashem has a reason and a time and a place of where he put you and how he's kind of orchestrating it. And when we know that we have bitachon and faith, it will go smoother. So I always remind myself that it will all be okay. It will all be fine. Take deep breaths and know that Hashem has a plan. So even if you're upset about something or you're uncertain, try to know that at the end it will be okay. And that way we can maneuver through these obstacles in a much smoother way and avoid any larger bumps, right? Because when we know the end result, when we trust the end result is going to be positive for ourselves and for everyone else around us, man, we can learn so much through all of these obstacles rather than letting it, you know, crush you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really powerful. Every, every, this whole conversation has, has been such a enlightening and brightening uh, engagement. And I want to wish you uh, success in, in all your worthy endeavors. I mean, thank you so much. And wow, this just goes to, to what I said before. And just like you said, saying yes, reaching out, you never ever know who you're going to be speaking with and what type of things you will hear and or learn from another. And that's what we're about here. Thank you so much for having me.